It's like, ow! Well, it's kind of like what now with the coronavirus. Like, all the Asians are getting Facts. targeted. They all getting targeted. Unjustly, of course. Yeah, because I feel bad. My Chinese food restaurant texted me. I was like... They I was reading you? it. Yeah, they texted me, bro. And I was so... I felt so bad reading that text. Like, since the corona shit came, basically nobody's buying the food no more. And oh, no way. Help us. We're a small business. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, I love helping small business. Oh, wow. And, I, and then I'm talking, I'm like, y'all my favorite Chinese food place. And, and, then, and once you find a good one, it's hard to go to another one. Yeah, it is. Because then you already know what you're going to get from it. And the messed up part was like, I was telling my girlfriend prior to them texting me like, yeah, I ain't Corona. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally saying that, bro. I was saying that shit for like a week or two, and then they text me, and I felt like shit. I ain't gonna lie. That one, though, that's a little different. It's kind of because it's like hmm. that's literally the origins of the. Well, I don't. I can't say that because on the Lysol bottle, you see it's yeah. human Corona, so it kind of technically been around before. Just don't talk. Just don't talk. Who this? Those demons inside you? Mm. Oh. Oh. Let me go. Before it's too late. Oh, I'm dying. No way. I can't believe this. Oh, no, man. Come on. Oh, no. Don't die on me. God damn it. Don't die. Fuzzy. Somebody did this. All right, something spectacular. Who this, of course, the host of the voice of the program, the podcast, who the entity itself, which is, again, something spectacular, purposely misspelled. Emphasis on the S-P-I-C, part of the second word, because that's what I embody. That's the message I try to deliver each and every time. I live up to that. I've got no choice because by default, de facto, genetically speaking, and because my mother and father were both spicks, I'm a spick too, so yeah, I live up to the title. I embrace it. I hold on to it like a, I call it a brug, a bro hug. You know, it's, it's, in, it's sincere. It's, in, it's just there. It's all the feels, all the vibes. And speaking of the vibes today, for something spectacular, we got someone in here with us today who's all about the vibes, who's all about setting the mood properly and living as best as they can with what they have because he's an artist. He's a rapper. He does his thing. He's got his music out there. He's got his sounds That'll set the mood and hopefully your vibes as well. So let's give a big welcome as best as possible. At least I can't myself because I'm one person, but you know, you get the point here too. Kudo. Thank you. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's going on with you, Peace man? Peace and love, everybody. Thank you. Well deserved, of course. So we bumped into each other randomly. Well, we met, better yet said. Yeah. Back at Rise Radio, I want to say, what was it, the Sunday after Valentine's or yeah, somewhere around that was. time? It was definitely, yeah, like definitely like the Sunday after, I believe it was. Directly after. Hopefully your yeah. Valentine's was well spent. Pause. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> nah, asking yeah. that route. But, it was know. cool. Nah, I definitely had to kind of do like a last minute gift, but it actually worked out because my last minute gift was, to me, I think my girl, she took that way better than I think she would have took my initial gift like you know, like I ended up buying her like some stuffed animals and shit and okay. she loved that shit so, like. is she a stuffed animal fan 
She's a Pokemon fan, Ooh. so I got her Pokemon stuff animals. Oh, you better hold on to her then. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, just like a Pokemon, you know, some Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just bought a Pikachu? No, no, no. I'm saying like, call her like the you know, like how Ash got his Pikachu. Like Pikachu ah. always with him. He don't even put Pikachu in the Pico in the Pokeball. Everybody else going to Pokeball. <laughs> Pikachu valid though. He could walk. He could go with the gang. Oh, that's nice. She's the Pikachu to your Ash Ketchum. Yeah. Definitely. No Pokeballs. No Pokeballs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, we met at Rise Radio. Uh, forgive me for not being good with names, as I probably should at this point, but you were there supporting... Kirk uh, Collins Jr. Kirk Collins my Jr. My man, Kirk Collins Jr. And my man, Brio. Brio is life. Um, that's both of their Instagrams. Kirk Collins Jr. and Brio is life. Definitely some fire music. I would definitely recommend everybody go check that out. Brio went first. Brio was the first one, right? Yeah, right, right. Brio set it off. Then Brandon went. After Brandon went, that's when Kirk went. And then after Kirk, uh, Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy, Poison right, Ivy right, went. right. That was a sick lineup. That was a good lineup, yeah. That was a good show. I like that lineup because they all just killed it. They all their sets was like was crazy. Yeah. And, and if anything, get shout out to Luna because she yeah, set that up too. She got them to all Luna. together, lined up, and all that too. So yeah, because I like how. Each one of their sounds was different. Yeah. And it was, like, different and, like, not too experimental. Like, each one of them had their sound, legit, mm. and it was different. So it was, like, you got, like, okay, damn, that's, I like his sound. And Brandon King was, like, oh, shit, I like his sound, too. And you got Kirk, like, oh, shit, damn, this <laughs> sequence is, like. Yeah. <laughs> like, I like now how, weaving properly, yeah. Yeah, and then, like, you know, like. Just like even like how they walked you through it too, because like some people just perform, they get up there and just do the song. Then the next one's like, yeah, this next one's just called Die. That's it, and then performing shit. But like they was like walking through it, they getting the tracks. They even had you know they had these things set up right, so it wasn't like the song in and silence, and then they just throw the next. Nah, it was like they had they already had it set up, you know, with the beats to go into the next beat mm-hmm. and all that. And then they tell you like Kirk's had the story about the. I like the Kirk for that sense too. Yeah. You won me over with that. I followed him immediately after that because it was like, uh, like I think like he explained like uh, he had some experience in theater, like yeah. acting and such, and he kind of weaved that into his set too. Yeah, he definitely did. That was like that was lit. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was definitely like worth the money. That show was definitely worth the money for sure. For sure. I, I think he has a good tip for staying skinny because he had that huge jacket on. So he was <laughs> definitely sweating balls and then took it off at some point eventually. Wait, so he wouldn't have a heat stroke. <laughs> yeah, that was cool though. But yeah, that was uh, that was great. We met that day of and then you put me on to your sound. We'll start things off so you can get properly introduced Sonic-wise to Kudo. Right. Is it Kudo or Kudos? Uh, Kudo. No S. Kudo. Yeah, just Kudo. Well, you deserve the kudos for being kudo. It's creative. <laughs> thank, you, thank you, thank you. Thank you again for coming through. But again, we'll start things off with this one called Nine on Freestyle. It's on your SoundCloud. So soundcloud.com backslash D1 as in Division One kudo. Right. You got a couple things on there, too. It's, uh, well, like you said to me off mic, you're a Gemini. So <laughs> yeah. the mood switches with you as far as, like, you're happy with it one day. You might go back the next and not I be feeling be that much. angry. I might, yeah, like, I might be, like, just super happy one day, and I'm like, all right, we're going to make a track, because today was just, like, a good-ass day. <laughs> it was lit. So I want that vibe produced back on this track. And then one day, I might be fighting with my girl, and I'll be like, yo, <laughs> she getting me tight. Like, <laughs> I'm about to make this track, and we're going to reciprocate that on this track. You feel me? Like, the beat got to be right. 
you know, I'm about to spit these heat bars <laughs> about how girls be acting crazy, whatever. <laughs> oh, that's that's a never ending tale. You know? Facts. So like they'll always know. do that to you. For real. And the sad thing is, they might end up being your never ending source of inspiration in that sense too. Yeah. I yeah. mean, Amy Winehouse came out of that terrible ass relationship and made one of the greatest albums ever, yeah. Back to Black. So. Yeah, rest in peace, Amy. Rest in peace. I right. was a Amy big fan fun. of hers. But that's a fact, man. Especially like if y'all actually break up. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely about to drop some cla- a classic album. <laughs> oh, to given. A classic. Kudo will go right into this one called Nana Freestyle. Something spectacular will be right back after this delightful sound.
Again, that was Nana Freestyle from Who Else But Kudo, and who deserves all the kudos for putting together that thing in the first place? Something spectacular with back who this again in studio with Kudo. What's up, what's up? Doing the thing called the podcast, you know, and then thank you again for coming through. Just here to chat and, you know, talk right about now. what leads into your inspirations for even making a, you know, Nana Freestyle. Later on in the program, we'll, we'll be getting into Jimmy G as well. What makes you want to write and rap and do this thing in the first place? Right. Do you do the thing that's most common now as far as your own productions or are you just strictly rapping and writing? Um, I do both. I okay. definitely do both. I, I like like I used to just rap and I always had an interest into like production as far as like making the beat and I just I don't know, man. I used to watch my cousin make beats all day and it just looked like some crazy shit. Like, I don't even know. I'd be like, Wow, how do you even know what you're doing? And then I just recently got into it. I just when I came back from uh, Cali mm-hmm. last year, and I was like, "Dang, you know, I kind of really want to get into this beat making. Like, I really, really want to do it." So I, I just was like, jumped straight into GarageBand on my phone, and I just been making beats on GarageBand. So so far, I made about like three songs. Oh, nice. That's like just I made the beat. So like, and I, I ain't even gonna lie, one of them I would want to play it so bad, but it's just like top secret I feel like <laughs> cause it's so fire it's so fire I feel like it's kinda top secret almost. is it still like in the works like bare bones or <clears throat> nah it's done it's done yeah I just don't I just wanna save it for the for the album <laughs> that's why it's top secret I'm like cause it, it's not even good. I don't even really wanna push that particular track as the single I wanna keep it as like an album cut kind mm-hmm. of thing like where it's like just one of the hard tracks off that album that like you, you know what I mean like you gotta get that album like yo you didn't hear that one yeah that's on that album type like <laughs> yeah those like elusive album cuts yeah so I got like one like that and then the other two they're kinda like I, I put them in my folder of uh, undergrad which is like my thing is like alright so with the tracks either my track is still cooking which means i ain't done yet it's an undergrad which means that is it's kind of done but it could be worked up to college mm, going to college okay. so if i got a track master like jimmy g nah nah freestyle i consider those in my terms going to college they're going to college like, okay <laughs> they're gonna go they're gonna get a degree they're gonna do good like you know what i mean because they're good song they're gonna go out oh like, gotcha they're like getting there not there just yet yeah kind of putting the feels out yeah like yeah, kind of like, you know, like, you know, like when you and your family and you going to college, it's like, yo, you made it. Like, you going to college. Because, <laughs> like, some people just, you know, a lot of people, they don't yeah. go to college. They, they might drop out of high school. They might graduate high school. And just oh, get a they're job. just happy about you being in the process of, in the yeah, midst of. Yeah, type. So, like, when they're I like, like picking out the, their, like, graduation attire already for yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's like, yo, and then, you know, you know how this, the, you know, everybody think, like, yo, as soon as you graduate college, you're about to just get this super nice job <laughs> and everything, which isn't the case in no more, but, no, no. you know, to the to the the older way of saying it, that's why I'm like, yeah, nah, this one going to college because this one gonna be it. Like, mm. this one gonna be it. It's going to college. <laughs> but um, it's a good way to put it, though. Yeah, facts. So like, yeah. Because but, I mean, along the way, before or if you're working on an album now, I'm not sure. It's like you're testing out the waters per se, what works for you, right. how you feel, what you want to use as a source material. Right. Uh, if you're going to incorporate your own productions or not, or uh, who who do you work with, if anything, production-wise, or who helps um, you out on that end? Kirk Collins definitely makes fire beats. Okay. Brio's life, Brio makes fire beats, too, so I definitely work a lot with Kirk and Brio's production. Um, I work with Brandon Thomas. He's a fire producer. You mm. ever heard? Uh, he has a lot of tracks. 
Okay. You heard, uh, bitch, you guessed it. OG Mako. Bitch, you guessed it. <laughs> That's my shit. He produced that. That shit okay. goes. That shit slept crazy. He played that shit at all the parties. Um, fact. So I work with Brandon. Brandon's fire. Uh, I got my boy Ryan Rusty Beats. He makes fire beats too. Uh, he's the one who really kind of got me like actively into making beats. Like, mm. I always wanted to do it, but like, you know, when I came back and I was kicking it with Rusty, Rusty just cooking all day. Okay. I pull okay. up the Rusty crib. Of course, me being a piehead, I start rolling up, Rusty <laughs> cooking. As soon as I get there, he already got something slapping. So I, you know, I take production from him too. And uh, honestly, my tape that I'm going to drop on Spotify, I really, at least the first one I'm about to drop, I really want that one to be completely produced by me though. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I kind of want to just like totally completely produce that one. So. So that's going to be like the lead into the album eventually or? Yeah. I mean, I guess it would have to be an album because I mean, if you put it on Spotify, you can't kind of consider it a mixtape, right? (laughs) (laughs) It kind of got to be an album to Spotify's standards or to Spotify's claims. Like this is an album probably, huh? They wouldn't say, all right. Like I feel like the mixtape would have to go on like SoundCloud or Dat Piff. Is Dat Piff even around like that? Nah. I mean, I know some people that still use that pivot, mm. but it's just a mixtape genre. I mean, the, the whole mixtape thing is just dead. It, which is sad because yeah. that was like... Yeah, uh, that was fire. An open window for a lot of artists like right. that couldn't put out anything unless the label approved. It. Exactly. And then, you know, when the label approved, a lot of most artists don't even have creative control. I mean, the label might be like, yeah, bro, I mean, this is cool, but we kind of want some more radio, like mm-hmm. a couple more radio, you know, ready songs or so. And you might, they might just want you to shift a direction for that, and then you know, yeah. Where the mixtapes is just like straight you, like mixtape is just whatever I want to do, and then even to a degree, I feel like even with the mixtape, you still feel more experimental, like on some. I just kind of want to try something different. Yeah, exactly. The label ain't even say it. Or like the whole make the stallion thing now too, with the label like not letting her put out stuff, whatever. I heard she just dropped the mixtape. So it might have just been a whole ploy just to build up, you know, animosity for it. Right. Or attention. Yeah, the attention. Exactly. That's true. So who knows? I like Megan. She's fired. Uzi dropped too. I heard a lot. I saw Twitter blowing up about Uzi. Yeah, you know, people be dying for Uzi. They was waiting. (laughs) It's fire too. I mean, I don't be dying for Uzi like that. He's a mm-hmm. dope artist. I like Lil Uzi. I honestly didn't like him back when he first came out because around that time I was more of like a conscious rap type of person. Mm-hmm. So when he came on High 97, he did the DJ Premier beat. To me, I felt kind of oh, disrespected. Right. I was like, bro, as an artist, how are you going to deny? Uzi was the one with the red braids, right? Yeah. Uh, no, nah, that's, that's Yachty. That little Yachty, okay. Yeah, Uzi kind of had red, pink, pink <laughs> red. He changed his colors mad times. <laughs> but the, the the straight red like just straight red with the little um the with little the beads, beads. Yeah. yeah oh that's, that was that's, that's yachty. yachty okay right 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 yeah, right he right. had the sprite thing with uh yeah, lebron and everything right facts right and okay he even had the target endorsements yachty came up smartly like he had a lot of endorsements <laughs> so like he came up really good i still remember um i don't know if you're a joe budden fan at all oh, yeah, but I when like he was joe on man. everyday struggle Oh, yeah, 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 and when yeah, he had Max. to sit down with Yachty, just basically yelling at him. <laughs> yeah, man, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, I met Joe Budden once, only once. Oh yeah, how yeah. was that? It was funny because we was at the strip club. <laughs> oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> man, we was at the strip club and like I'm in there, boy, 
crazy loud. <laughs> like this woman is smoking crazy loud right behind him. Like I'm posted on like the wall and yeah. like me, my cousin, my cousin. Then because it was my my cousin's my cousin Young Prince or he go by uh, P right now. Okay, it was P right mixtape release party. Mm. He was in there at deep, the strip club. Deep. Yeah, at the strip club. Okay, it was like a double joint too, really, because it was his release. And at the same time, they was doing a release for Troy Ave. Troy Ave had, ah, had a okay. track come out or something come out at that time, too. So they both had their release party the same night. Mm-hmm. So it was crazy packed in there. And then at the same time, ironically, it was when Joe Budden freestyle battled <laughs> um, Hollow the Don. Oh, okay, that okay, had okay. happened at the same time. So that's why they both was there that night. I, I saw ah. both of them that night, actually. So like I saw, like, I was behind Joe, though. That's why I was like, I was behind Joe the whole night. It was jokes because like I was blowing it down. Fucking with the strippers and shit. I didn't really think about it. And then, like, he's right in front. And, like, he just turned around and it looked like he was talking to me. But it's just so, you know, it'd be loud. Right, yeah, yeah. So it was so loud tell. in there. And I'm still smoking. I'm just like, oh, shit, that's Joe Budden. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, shit. he Because ch- then another thing, he wasn't there with no crew. Like, everybody there was deep. Oh, so like, Everybody there was deep. He was dead there with just a girl and one friend <laughs> who showed up, like, a half hour or an hour later. He didn't even come there with Joe. <laughs> oh, sure. So I just thought, like, I'm like, okay, like, there's just some dude at the bar. But then when he turned around and I see him looking like it sounded, he was looking like he talking to me. I'm like, oh, shit, that's your buddy. <laughs> and then when I went to the ATM, that's when I saw Hollow the Don nah. at the ATM. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay, I get it. I get it. <laughs> Which is still weird now looking at it because it's like, wait, so that's what y'all did before y'all battled? Y'all kind of went to the strip club together <laughs> almost? <laughs> And then when they battled each other, so that's pretty fire. Too. Just to ease the tension, you know. Yeah. Lead into it, you know, because they get tensed up, you know, neck veins popping. Facts. When they're dropping their bars, or whatever. Yeah, facts. And then I, I watched that battle. It was a long time ago, low key. I feel like that was mm-hmm. a cool minute ago, but it wasn't even all that. Like the hollow to Don Joe Biden, Joe Buttons. It was kind of amped up a lot. Yeah, it was. It was. But more I think amped. it just built off Joe being the big name and. Yeah. True, and then trying to come into battle rap and going against Hollow the Dom. And that was never his forte, right? Like him right. being a battle rapper. Yeah. I think Bun's like a great rapper. Yeah, facts. I, I was upset when they dropped that top 50 list. He was three, but it, it was, was just three. inaccurate as fuck. <laughs> super inaccurate. That shit is super like opinion anyway to me. Like, yeah. how can you even drop a top 50s rappers? Like, bro, who... That's your top 50 rapper, bro. <laughs> your number one definitely probably won't be my number one. Like, I don't know. My number one has always been Lupe Fiasco. Lupe oh. Fiasco has always been my favorite rapper. Well, correction. My first, first favorite rapper when I was a kid was Nas. Then after Nas Makes sense. was Kanye. Kanye came out. Mm-hmm. The college dropout just came out. And I was like, yo, nah, Kanye is the hardest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, Kanye be Kanye. He just kept getting better and better. And then by the time, what was that? The second? Um, no. Yeah, that was the second album, I think, when Touch the Sky was on. And oh, later Station. Lupe, mm-hmm. And then when I heard Lupe. Yeah, yeah. It was like, yo, yo, this is my guy. And then he dropped, I gotcha. <laughs> Which I liked. I fucked with I gotcha. Yo, I loved I gotcha. That's probably like my favorite Lupe song. Next but to like, I first heard, obviously, it was the first single, I think, Kick oh, Push. Oh, Kick Push, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but, my bad. I skipped Kick Push. He dropped Kick Push. Yeah. And that's what caught me, too. Because, like, I heard what caught me was Touch the Sky. Yeah. And then. Same with me. Uh, they still got him. But, like, back in the day, I feel like it was more popular to be, like, just go to the channel that played music. Mm. I mean, MTV they still got too. it. Yeah. But back it was, like, then. a channel, channel, like, far up channel, the song. And oh, it, you mean, like, MTV Jams hours. or. Nah, it was, like, one of the cable channels. Like, Oh, hip-hop. yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, Channel 800, hip-hop. Channel 801. Oh, I got you, jazz. yeah, yeah. Channel yeah, yeah. 802, yeah, it was, like, that. 800-something, 900-something, yeah. Yeah, it was, like, that. So, like, back, 
I was like still mad young and shit. So we used to like, cause it, like growing up, I had mad cousins that lived with me. So like sometimes at night we'd be chilling all in one room and we just got that channel on playing music and like that's when Kick Push came on. Kick yeah. Push came on. I'm like, hold on, hold on, who this? And I'm like, nah, that's that dude from Touch the Sky from the Kanye song. And then when I right, yeah, so then, then that's when I got your drop. Cause I got yeah. your drop and I was like, nah, bro, this shit's crazy. I, the crazy shit was Funk Flex dropped it when I heard it. And was Funk did, did he? Yeah, Flex oh, Dead dropped it on, on I was in the car and Flex dropped it. I was like, oh, this shit fire. <laughs> so from there on, it's still to this day, because Lupe is still fire. Yeah, he's never stopped being fired. That's a fact. He's still fired. And I'm like, and then I still I'll be watching his lives now. Cause now he's doing like the live Instagram. I always miss live the lives. Videos. Yeah, the lives be deep. <laughs> they be deep, bro. <laughs> and it's just so weird. I feel like it's so funny because like back then at that time when I really was jacking. Like, the whole conscious stuff, like, I would have never thought, like, today that I would be, like, you know, I would like Lil Yachty and Uzi and all the mumble rapper dudes. Like, back then, I was just like, nah, bro, if you don't sound like Lupe, bro, I don't really want to hear what That's a high said. bar to raise up for anybody else yeah, to is. come out to Lupe. <laughs> yeah, that is a high bar. TBH, that's probably why I'm not so impressed with Jordan Lucas. I've never really been too impressed he's, with Jordan He's Lucas. okay. He's dope, but it's just for some reason, he got that, to me, he got that... I'm better than you. I'm smarter than you. Yeah, and it comes off that way. I can't way, yeah. really make music t- unless it involves you. That's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like me. I mean, I could. De- I mean, I feel like he could do it too. But like, I mean, I feel like sometimes you don't really gotta like make yourself better than someone in the song. Like you can just yeah, it comes off like belittling. Yeah, exactly. And then especially if you're a conscious rapper, because that shit has been done so many times. With the, oh yeah, I'm conscious. I'm so smart. Everybody's dumb. <laughs> Everybody yeah. listens to dumb shit. Like, or that reminds me a lot of like um uh Talib. Like um, Okay, Talib. He's another Talib. good one. Yeah. Yeah, Talib Quali. is wow. Yeah, but fire. I do still follow him on Twitter. Yeah. But I hate when he gets triggered by just anybody. Yeah. And he just yeah. immediately jumps on them, you know. Facts. Involving <laughs> stuff that ain't political, just getting racist sometimes and all that yeah. too. Talib, like you're better yeah. than this. Come on. Facts, yeah. You can, you don't have to feed into the fire like that. Like they just be throwing it out there and he just kinda be falling into the trap sometimes. But I feel like Yasin Bey, like most deaf, his man's kind. He should kind of, you know, I like most deaf's approach a little bit better. Most deaf is a little bit, oh yeah, less aggressive, low key, yeah, low key, and he'll still Never say the him. point that that is the right message and the right point, and he'll get it to you in a way where you feel like you probably knew that shit already. You know what I mean? Like he'll say yeah. it to you, and you'll be like, "Damn, I knew that already." And the way he said it wasn't like to belittling me. It was just like kind of telling me as if, bro, you know this already. Da, 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 da. And you just like, damn, you're right, most deaf. Yeah, it was like reinforcing it, just <laughs> yeah, like exactly. kind of confirming you were right to begin exactly. with. Exactly. Exactly. Just like that. Where, yeah, like you said, Talib might just get a little tight. <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, Yo, you yeah. white, what you know about hip hop, whatever. <laughs> That's a fact. Nah, yeah, Black Star Fire. Though. So, how do you feel about this? I always gave into this theology per se because yeah. i love nas he's definitely my top five all time yeah definitely of all time was right. uh rock oh, and still Rakim. is Facts, not the solo stuff even though the master and the r were good uh-huh. but it wasn't eric b and rock like yeah, he was I'm like just to, like the eric b and rock stuff yeah yeah but I, I still think it's like i don't know if you're religious at all which you know that's uh-huh. if you are you're on I'm it, spiritual. That's fine. i ain't really too big on like, the religion 
Same. Well, I'm Spanish, so you know you get baptized by default as oh, Catholic. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. But, my you grandfather know. was a pastor. I don't know. I, I definitely probably might have been baptized for that. I just don't know. I smoke too much. They just dumped you in the water sometimes. Facts. Hey, you're good. <laughs> you're good, yeah, right? But um, I, I still look at Rakim as the father, Nas as the son, and Lupe as the Holy Spirit. I like that. As far as the trifecta of rap, the Holy Trinity yeah, of rap. Yeah, that's that's a fire one. Do because you like Big Daddy Kane? I do. Respect him a lot. He's a Virgo too, but he's oh, from right. Brooklyn, so he kind of loses points. You know? <laughs> but um, you know, Queens bias. I'm sorry. Queens Which you're from Queens too, so, yeah, actually, yeah. so let's point grew, that out. I even go a lot. Everybody growing up, everybody thought I was from Brooklyn because like I didn't really start hanging out like maybe high school, like the nah maybe like eighth grade. Because mm. before that, I was in Brooklyn all day because like my family, most of them from Brooklyn, so oh, I'm like okay. the second generation of Queens. Like like when they started migrating to Queens. And oh, like, your like, parents were the one family member that strayed into Queens. Out of my Brooklyn? grandparents. Yeah, okay. My grandparents, they had like moved out the projects mm-hmm. and then bought the crib in Jamaica. And then a few, my uncle, like my grandmother's brother, he moved out of projects. He, he was living in like Brownsville. Oh, yeah. My parents, they from uh, Camp East New York. Yeah. And then, like, I had some more family in, like, Fort Greene and stuff like that. And shit. Yeah. But they all literally moved out the projects and moved to Jamaica, Queens. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was, like, my sister's generation and my generation and whatnot. But, nah, yeah, I definitely used to always be out there a lot. So, like, everybody used to be like, oh, you from Brooklyn, bro? You from Brooklyn? Because I was, I was just, like, fighting, too, when I was in there. So I was just... just I'm from Queens, Jokes. Nah, I feel it, but nah, I mean, you know, it's all love. <laughs> yeah. I used to hate growing up. At least I used to hear there was always this big biased, like untainted love for Brooklyn. Like, oh yeah, this devotion to it. And even I used to hate if kids from Queens would say, "Oh, I wish I was in Brooklyn. I'm gonna move to Brooklyn when yeah, I get I hated older." That too. I like Queens. Like, I where's really the pride do. in Queens? Queens ain't bad. And then like it's. Yeah, because, like, when I was in Cali sometimes, and I'd be like, nah, I'm not. Like, people in Cali, like, just because I said I was from New York, some of them would just automatically be like, oh, yo, you from the Bronx. Oh, yo, you from Brooklyn. And I'm like, nah, bro, I'm from Queens, bro. What are you talking about? And they just uh-huh. be like, wait, Queens? <laughs> and I hate that. Like, people be just giving Queens some soft rap. Like, yeah, bro, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> my neighborhood is not that safe, bro. <laughs> come to my neighborhood and hang out there for too long, bro. Oh, come You're going to yeah. see something happen, bro. So, I mean, I, I don't know. It's It might be like Biggie. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then... And, and so many people downplayed it too. So, you know. Yeah. And, and Brooklyn was always like the forefront of New York. Right. If like, not, if it's not Manhattan, you're from Brooklyn. If it's not that, you're right. from the Bronx. Then you got to be, yeah. Because then, you know, with the... Stop, like, I, I mean, did that... I, I'm pretty sure that song had to go out of New York, across the country and whatnot. I feel it, like the music that... It made the realms. Most of the music, but nah, because you had Run DMC, you had LL, and like, but they was from Queens, and they was they was big as fuck. Like they were huge. I I think they were the only superstars of rap, especially Run DMC. But yeah, they were never really, unless you were fans of theirs, like repping Queens crazy. Right, like that. you wouldn't know otherwise. They weren't like out there hard but, body. But how, I mean, the Run DMC, yeah, but I feel like Run DMC was doing that. In a time where it wasn't gangster rap and the whole gangster persona came. No, but they did introduce like the shouting, like the kind of yeah. amped up rap. Facts, yeah. Because back it's then it was just like. Uh, it was like R- Rapper's Delight and shit like right, that. Right, right. 
<laughs> Curtis Blow and all that, which wasn't yeah, bad, but just like yeah, you know, mellow, low key, like a yeah, more vibe. Yeah, I ain't even gonna lie. Damn. Yeah, I fuck with Curtis Blow. <laughs> Curtis Blow is cool. <laughs> As a fact. Nah, yeah, I mean, dang, because then right, if you look at the 90s, I, I start that, because that 90s era, that gangster rap era shit was crazy. Like, that shit was a big shift. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a big shift. Yeah, it was a 180, of course. Facts. You went from like public enemy and shit to like NWA and fucking Biggie Pac, and then like even like just that whole gangster, gangster music on the West Side. That shit was. I ain't gonna lie, I always looked at it as pretty bad, though, for the culture. Like, I always used to be like, yo, gangster rap really hurt the hip-hop community, like. Yeah, well, I mean, what, that kind of sparked from what, I guess, the crack era, Reaganomics, all that, too, so. True, yeah. I I think the intent was to just voice what was going on. Right. But then, not to say anyone's ignorant, but then some people took it the wrong way and said, Yeah. yeah, this is just the vibes, let's just do this. Exactly, like. Like now it's trap music. Like right. now everybody's just like, oh, it's a trap, it's a trap. Like it's kind of both bad. Like we <laughs> went from being drug dealers to kind of still being drug dealers, but more so like the rappers are the drug dealers. But then at the same time, okay, they're drug dealers and they're taking their drugs and they're promoting taking their drugs. Well, now more than just like selling to themselves or something, yeah. they're just taking their own product. Yeah, and they're not even really like speaking on the community. Like gangster rap was just like, yeah, I'm talking about my environment. And it's kind of like, hey, I feel like you live in a wild ass area, but it's still wild. But I feel like now it's kind of like where we could uh, change the script. Yeah. We don't gotta keep doing it like that. No, so, no come on. But I'm keep, <laughs> so if you keep doing it like that, it's like, all right, for sure. But definitely, I would, I would agree with your, um, your, your, your holy trinity. Yeah, for sure. Because that's, I mean, God, well, excuse me, well, Rockham, God, I guess, whatever, synonymous. Yeah. The God MC was always Rockham. He dubbed himself that, but he earned that. Right. Just off of rhymes, that's insane to think of. Crazy, like, even still today. Yeah, even still today. And, um, I mean, again, I'll, I'll say as a fan of him, like, his solo work wasn't his best work. It was right. still there. But then it kind of came off, like, sing-songy, like, you know, um, do the math kind of thing. Like, it was kind of like a boring Wu-Tang. <laughs> like too informational like more like a pamphlet instead of like a book yeah kind of thing nobody likes the too informational rap like Lupe could do that but like he do it in a cool way with a good beat the beat be having a good melodic flow and, and it's not know-it-all it's not like you know yeah, it's not forcing too, it on you facts it's not forcing it all on you and then yeah. it like it's, it's like um it helps to know this kind of stuff i'm facts. gonna pass it on to you facts <laughs> in a cool <laughs> way in a cool way because he still talk about his interest within the mix of talking about political issues mm-hmm. like gold watch fire like yeah and i missed um well, I, not I miss, but I miss as, as far as being a fan of just like uh, when Food and Liquor dropped. Yeah, I love that album. That album man. I was already sold on Lupe. And uh, He Say, She Say was like the first song ever, I think, to make me just like cry on the bus because that Yo, was like my story. Word, word. Like I felt that whew, Dead all on the chest. For real. But I was mad because I tried putting, maybe you went through the same thing. I tried putting everybody I knew on the Lupe. From yeah. food and liquor, and it was like, nah, I don't fuck with that. That's like whatever That's bullshit. A fact. That's a fact. Especially, whatever. Like everybody wanted to listen to like whoever was like, was like, I mean, yeah, they did. People just didn't want that information. But then the That's cool the came out, and they all jumped on the bandwagon. Oh yeah, because a superstar and you know, gold watches on there too, and you Word. know, my shit was dumbed down. 
Dumb It Down. He went yeah. off on that. Bro, Dumb It Down. If you play Dumb It Down back today, uh, yeah. you'd be like, damn, bro, this is way ahead of his time. You can't play it today. No, it's it's, it's too <laughs> much for today now. It is. That song is way ahead of his time. I'm like, yo, Dumb It Down, too crazy. Or I don't know if you ever heard um, SLR, Super Lupe Rap. Yeah, SLR, SLR 2. I think he got yeah. SLR 3, too. Yeah, murals. Oh my god! <laughs> Which I, I'm guilty. I still haven't listened to it. I've been told to. Oh, you but haven't? I, bro? It's on my playlist. Oh my it's on my queue to do it. But bro, it's like the first track. So when the album came out and you you just started the album and that was like it. The first it was like yo, it was crazy. I was bumping that on the subway the first time I heard it. I was on the subway and I played that shit and I was like yo, whoa, 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 whoa. I had to play it back. Like yo, bro, that shit was just crazy. Like, yeah, it's it's definitely there to play, but uh, you know, I've been slacking per se because again, like I was telling you earlier, so much music to listen to right. and try to catch up with. Every Friday now, there's like ten, twenty albums dropping or projects or EPs, right. throwaways. You know, that was good two weeks ago, but I got another one coming out in two weeks, right. kind of thing. The streaming services is like this one, that one, another nice. day, another service. Trying to ask you to send you notifications. I'm like, nah, bro, don't send me no notification when I want to go search that artist. <laughs> I'll go search that artist. <laughs> exactly. It's like, it's too much. Like yeah. I was saying, you know, you watch one, they recommend 20, they're all good. You want to exactly. get to them, but it's like, you know, I can't. I don't have the time or the day. You don't. I have and a job, and first then, off. Exactly. So that's already <laughs> stealing mad time from you. It's like a quarter of your day. No, my bad. A third of your day. At least, yeah. Yeah. At least a third of your day already gone. And then, like, uh, mm. I don't like when it's too many seasons. Like, you yeah. come to start and you're already in, like, season four. I'll be like, what's the point now, bro? I'm yeah, not yeah. To catch up. I'm not going to catch up. And I'm not trying to just jump into season four because I ain't really even going to know what the hell happened before. <laughs> like, who the hell is that girl? Who's that guy? All that. So, yeah, it's just too much. And if you don't really catch, at least for me, a person like me, if yeah, I don't yeah. catch that shit from, like, the first well, season, the second season, that's never going to happen. Or I don't know if you've. Caught that um that show on ABC now for life. Nah, what's that? About? It's a uh, it's executive produced by Fifty Cent. Uh, it's a story. Oh, I, I forget shit. the name. On oh, ABC. Yeah, but it's it's about a guy that was in jail. In jail, he became a lawyer and got himself out of jail eventually. Bro, but started freeing people. Bunch of people in jail need to do. Yeah, I mean it would help. That'd be nice. It would definitely help if they just like hit the library and like <laughs> fix their situation. Did the there. math? Yeah, because these lawyers be crooks out here. I'm sure, yeah. They be crooks. They'll dead ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you, bro. I'm working on your case. I'm working on your case. Get your court date. You thinking, yeah, I got to get off. This shit is undisputable evidence. (laughs) (laughs) Next thing you know, you get fucking 15 years. (laughs) You be like, what? Lawyer, you're like, yo, I tried. <laughs> you're like, nigga, Oops. give my money back. <laughs> Oops. Sorry, bro, but uh, I'll talk to you probably in like a decade or so <laughs> when you get ready. Like, nah, I'll crazy. keep your file on hand. Don't worry. Right, like, that's just crazy. <laughs> no, but that show's really good. So far, it's like three episodes in the first season. Yeah. But um, I'm just worried at least um, how long can that drag out for? Is it right. going to be two three seasons and done or how many episodes how many i was joking about that with my other co-host from the other podcast i do the mighty healthy podcast like uh-huh. they've already done hispanic they've already done a uh nazi damn and they have already done a um black muslim brother oh, so wow. i mean they are they going to start running through all the races through each episode at some point like. <laughs> well, you know all the problematic type 
the, the races that's going through problematic shit on the daily. I mean, everybody going through problematic yeah, yeah. shit on the daily, but then there's obviously races that's getting, like, you know, discriminated against oh. on the reg, like, just because, like, like you know, like a like a Muslim is going to go through certain shit that, you know, a regular oh, black person is not going to go through. Well, well it's kind of like what now with the coronavirus, like all the Asians are getting Bags, targeted. They all getting targeted. Unjustly, of course. Yeah, because I felt bad. My Chinese food restaurant texted me. I was like, what the fuck? They I was reading you? it. Yeah, they text me, bro. And I was so I felt so bad reading that text. Like, yeah, they like since the corona shit came, basically nobody's buying the food no more. And oh, no help way. us. We're a small business. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, I love helping small business. Oh wow. And I and then I'm like, Yeah, my favorite Chinese food place. And and, then, and once you find a good one, it's hard to go to another one. Yeah, it is. Cause then you already know what you're gonna get from the trash one. And the messed up part was like I was telling my girlfriend prior to them texting me, like, yeah, I ain't eating that shit. Corona. <laughs> and I was literally saying that, bro. I was saying that shit for like a week or two, and then they text me, and I felt like shit. And I was like, I mean, I ain't gonna lie. That one, though, that's a little different. That's kind of a little different because it's like hmm. that's literally the origins of. The, well, I don't. I can't say that because on the Lysol bottle, you see it's yeah. like human Corona, so it kind of technically been around before. I mean, there's that whole thing where it was man-made in a lab somewhere. I believe it. It might have just been a ploy to get China to, like, stem it, to, like, be, mm. like, they're the ones, the, the scapegoat, per se. Mm, I believe it. I would not put it past the I, government to, to, like, come up with some shitty-ass plan. I mean, because there, there is that, th I don't know how much you're into, like, uh, conspiracy theories. Yeah, I'm but, big on them. But there's that eminent threat of, you know, China's got three billion people. They're bound mm. to take over the world eventually. That's one of three saying? people, yeah. One of three people on the planet are Chinese. Damn, for real? So, yeah. And, I mean, all Jeez. the products come from China, all that stuff. Sheesh. That's crazy. I mean, yeah. I so, mean, that might just be true. the thing to, like, stop them in their tracks. Stop them in their tracks. Yeah. Just to smack coronavirus on them. <laughs> that's crazy. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even put it past. I mean, I personally believe AIDS was created in the lab. I buy into that, too. And there's actually proof. <laughs> you can well, look it up. I'm sure there is. Right, there's proof that they had created that. But it's either that or you believe the one that uh, they said uh, a guy fucked the monkey and then he got it from the monkey and oh, spread yeah, it around. That sound right. I wouldn't even believe that. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even believe that. That sounds crazy. That sounds like some old 1950s lie <laughs> shit that people just heard and it was like, yeah, that's it. You know how it was back in the 50s. You know? <laughs> Word of mouth, just that's it. They don't fucking fact check. <laughs> it's just word of mouth. Like, yeah, he said this, so I guess that's true. But nah, facts. I believe it. I heard there's a lot of Asian people moving to South South Africa. I heard there's mad Asian people moving to Mexico. Really? Yeah. So I mean, they really like that. And then I read an article where Asia had gave Af like a part of Africa like a couple bill. Really? Yeah, just to help like. You know, rebuild infrastructure and all kinds of stuff like that, just just to help the economy. You know, some yo, look, we just want to help. So here, there's like a couple bills or something like that. So I was like, okay, Asia, I see what you're doing there because I mean, I feel like Africa is just like just ran through crazy. Oh yeah, well, it's like crazy ran through. And the only, I guess, really amped up part of it would be South Africa, right? Yeah, I think. Well, I mean, I haven't even been, so I don't know, but. Eventually. That's why I heard they're moving to South Africa. I heard there's a lot of Asians moving to South Africa. They said um, South Africa's surprisingly mostly white, right? Or like yeah, I would believe that. I believe it, but then at the same time, I remember I was watching Lupe's live one day, and he was talking about Africa, and he was talking about how like 
the best way to get an opinion out of Africa is you got to go to Africa because Africa's so big. He's like, yo, you can spend your whole life traveling Africa, going to different places. You can literally spend your whole life going to different places. It's such a huge continent, I'm sure, yeah. Yeah, it's big as fuck. And, like, and there's so many nations within it you never hear of, no yeah. no news from, advancement, whatever they're doing. So right. Wakanda might actually exist for all we know. Right, and then what they show us is what they want to show us. Right. So we just see what we see. And I ain't going to lie, I be going off of what they show us. But <laughs> 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 the, the real intelligent part of me is like, nah, you got to like... Go to Africa, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, I got. It. I just, I, I would want to go to South Africa. If I don't go to South Africa, maybe Egypt. If not Egypt, Ghana. Mm. I would check out Ghana. Oh, and Nigeria, probably. <laughs> maybe in Nigeria, because I would want to try Nigeria just to see it. Because I know man Nigerians, but then the Nigerians would tell me, don't go to Nigeria. Really? Some would tell me, but a lot of them would be like, nah, don't go to Nigeria. But then I'm like. Damn, I mean, I, I mean, they would kind of know better than anybody else, right? That's a fact. That's so, why I would listen mm. to them about that. That's why I was like, I don't know. I wanted to, but then the people from there told me, some of them like, nah, I don't go. <laughs> so I'm like, shit, maybe I shouldn't go. <laughs> maybe I shouldn't go. I mean, if I told somebody, yo, don't come to this part of Queens, I would be yeah. like, yo, it's not smart. <laughs> I mean, Naughty said, uh, Naughty by Nature said that too. I've forgotten what song. Uh... Tretch, he was like really eminent about it when he said it at the end of a song. Uh, yeah. Oh, Ghetto Child, I think something like that. Uh-huh. He was like, if you ain't from the ghetto, don't ever come to the fucking ghetto. <laughs> you wouldn't understand the ghetto. Stay the fuck out. Right, exactly. And that's how the Nigerians kind of put it. Like, yo, don't go to Nigeria because you're not going to understand Nigeria. You're going to think somebody trying to show you around next to you or they trying to rob you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm like, yo, yeah, that's a or, risk. Or I'm you're lucky to, to walk away with all your extremities left. Exactly. Like, it's a risk I'm not trying to take. So I'm yeah. probably passing probably go try to see the pyramids and stuff in egypt yeah i guess the more touristy stuff yeah Yeah. i I don't blame you in that sense too because eventually i want to go to africa as well too like mostly i'm an animal fanatic so i want to see like an elephant oh yeah facts yeah and then like yeah that's another thing africa got a gang of animals we don't have in north america that's true yeah gang of animals over there we don't have that's just native to them and whatnot so i think it was africa where they said they got a cat like a, a wildcat, of course. Yeah. But he looks like a really, like half the size of a regular cat, full grown. He's like tiny, tiny. Yeah. But he's like the most lethal predator of all the cats because he's got a vertical leap of like 30 feet. God damn. He can snatch birds out of like midair like nothing <laughs> in the blink of an eye. Yo, see, when I think of African safaris, I think of stuff like that. These right. These super crazy genetically... Evolved <laughs> Genetically evolved animals It's like yo this is like Super species The Black Panther 5.0 <laughs> <laughs> or Super species shit Like I'm like nah I'm good off the African safari Or, or I'd never want to walk through like The desert plains at night at least Depending Ooh, where because they yeah. got these like Albino scorpions or oh yeah, yeah These yeah. wasps the size of your like ass Or something <laughs> <laughs> Yo exactly you're gonna be like See, that's one thing, too. You can't even, like, be going places. You don't even know how it's set up. <laughs> you just be chilling at night. Next you know, you see these things you've never seen before. And you're like, yo, hold on. See, this is why the town people stay in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from New York. I think we could just mob out here at night. Like, Batting up with the roaches here. Right. Like, <laughs> for real. So, like, nah, yeah. But you, ever, you ever had to kick a rat in the subway? Nah, I was going to. I think that was yesterday. I was definitely going to. 
I was in <laughs> 71st Forest Hills, and I'm waiting for the E-Train, and seeing a rat coming towards me fake. And I'm like, bro, I will kick the shit out of you <laughs> right now. But he went to the trash can. I saw this video the other day of this dude riding a bike in the trash can, in the, I mean, not trash can, in the train tracks <laughs> in the Bronx. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was IOK too, I think they said, right? Oh, that's what it was? I think he was so. He high off something. Yeah. He definitely had to be high off something. <laughs> I'm like, yo, the Bronx, bro. <laughs> well, you know, Fordham Road, so, you know, that... That's yeah. their own little world out own there. Own world out there. Bronx is different. Definitely. Yeah. But then again, you got like Brooklyn. They, they're under that whole still gentrification like yeah. dilemma. I mean, they got people infiltrating from like Kansas and the Midwest and all that stuff right. too, taking over. But then how soon can they do that with the Bronx? Because I know they tried that when the Joker came out and everybody tried to do a little dance down the steps. Oh, yeah, that's true. Especially on Halloween. Facts. So I never heard nothing on the news about it, so I'm thinking, did they do it or did they pussy out, hopefully? They might have pussied out. I I believe they probably pussied out. I mean, I, I hope so. I would hope so, too, because, I mean, I don't even like the whole gentrification situation. Nah. I think it's kind of messed up that, like, I don't even really... See, I got to educate myself a little bit more, but it's like... Why are y'all moving from there to come here anyway, first of all? <laughs> That's what I really want to know. Why? What's wrong with your state, bro? And I forgot where I heard it from. It might have been another show or something, but somebody put it in the way of, which made sense, because it kind of re-motivates the native New Yorker. Right. Because they come from out of the middle of nowhere, literally, like the breadbasket of the country. Exactly. They make themselves out to be these CEOs or the startup companies and right. or just become your manager of your whole company. Facts. M- meanwhile, you've been there five, ten years. Facts. And they're like super motivated somehow, some way to like overcome and excel. But meanwhile, they're trash on the inside anyway. <laughs> exactly. Or they're the rude ones you can count on the street. Right. And it is like, bro, you're not even from here, first of all. Don't be walking around my neighborhood. like. And they really, really try to put up the front like they're actually going to do something or anything. <laughs> yeah, like, nah, we, like, you already know how we New Yorkers is. We ain't, going, we ain't taking nothing from nobody. God. Yeah, I remember still, like, well, I mean, that's every year, too, like, around the holidays when, like, you try to even walk through Midtown. Yeah. Manhattan, like, uh, or Rockefeller Center. That's the, like, oh, the prime Yo, those are two places patient I zero. I can't walk through. I no. can't walk through there. I get annoyed as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I get crazy annoyed walking through those areas. Even Jamaica Avenue, to be honest with you. Jamaica got, like, yeah. Jamaica's Really hectic to walk through. Yeah. It is, like, back then it used to be mad. Just, like, kids. It's still mad kids, but now I feel like it's just a gang of every. Every different, you got 18, 32, 50, 40, all that. <laughs> it's mad. It's too many damn people at Jamaica Avenue, yeah. too. Like, I can't, that, Times Square, Rockefeller Center, I'm just places that I can't, 125th, because I used to be in Harlem a lot. Like, I wrote Nah Nah in Harlem. Okay. Because I used to be, well, I used to work in Harlem, so, like, I was in Harlem kind of often and whatnot, and, like, Harlem's, uh, like, like that's it, another world like too it. out there. Yeah, like it's I don't know, man. Some of the people that's like fiend out over there, they like that. <laughs> just to be, I right, let's just say custies. It's kind of funny and kind of like just like putting a humorous tip on it. Not because I don't know, I don't like like I don't really like calling anyone a fiend or a cracker or anything like that. No. I feel like that's just kind of harsh. Yeah. But if I said custy, it's funny to me now because it's like uh, custies. Like, <laughs> but over there, it's like uh, they be like staring too hard. Yeah, they be trying to. You could tell they trying to get your attention with their actions and stuff like that. And like I don't know, just like it just put me in a mood. Like you know, just being a New Yorker is like, bro, 
I'm not. We're not gonna do that, bro. We're not <laughs> on that kind of time, bro. I will beat you up or whatever the case may be. And I like, I had the beat playing. <laughs> 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 I had the beat playing. <laughs> I at that time I already had the chorus. The chorus. I was just freestyling over another beat. And then when that beat was ending, I was like, nah, 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 mm. nah. And then the nah, nah beat came in next. Ah, uh, okay. And then it, I was still going, nah, 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 nah. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> and, but then, like, I didn't have the words yet. But then that's when I was in Harlem waiting on the bus and shit like that. And I'm just like, bro, nah. I'm well, see, I can tell, it. at least visually speaking, you're not from Harlem because yeah. your do-rag would have been, like, a really fluorescent color. Had That's you been fact. from Harlem. Oh my god. It's bro. a very subtle, like uh, dark blue right now. Yeah, like that's a fact. I feel like Harlem You would have had a hot pink one or something. Yeah, or like they, a they tried to like neon green. Yeah, like I even growing up, like growing <laughs> up I used to go over there and, like I swear they always wanted to be the best, swear they the best dressers, best dancers, best rappers, best basketball players. Like, ah, that shit was just too much. And like I feel like everything was for attention. Like I love Harlem, don't get me wrong. But like Man, like I feel like they just do too much shit for attention. Harlem's still unique. <laughs> too too much attention. Like. I mean, I, I try to like at least pop in once a year um at a dinosaur barbecue, I think, on was it tenth Ave? Like mm, I don't think I've been to that. That's uh it's by the water, I know that much. But it's like okay, I think tenth yeah, yeah. Ave and one twenty fifth or sixth or something okay, like that. Yeah, yeah, that's like way west. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like practically on the water, that's where they are. Oh, that's lit. Yeah, that place is is good. I gotta check that out. For a fact, you ever been? Well, this is one place you gotta check out in Harlem. It's on, I wanna say it's on 125, but I don't know. It's called Amy Roofs. Amy Roofs is fire. Is that kind of like Silva's or Sylvia's was? Or, um, I don't know if I went to Sylvia's. That sounds very familiar though. Soul Food, they had that really good, like, fried chicken. Yeah, so yeah, it gotta be like Sylvia's. Then I think I've been there before, high key. I think I've been to Sylvia's. I haven't been there yeah. in a while. That was a while ago, but I remember that was like. Particularly good fried chicken. Yeah, nah, it's definitely, yeah, that's what it, that's what they specialize. <laughs> soul food. <laughs> so like, yeah, if you move soul food, fire, 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 fire. Goddamn. And then the Harlem, psh, man, that's like the first place they gentrified. They came there. Oh yeah, heavy. they did. Yeah, they came to Harlem heavy with the gentrification. And then nowadays, it's kind of weird to me when I go to Harlem when I get off and I felt like. Bro, there's been a few times I got off at one two five and I was the only black guy getting off at one two five, and that shit just was like, wait, what? It's gotten to that point. You're right. Yeah, cause like I be like fake geeking off of like old black history and like you know, so I'd be like, damn, like in the '60s and whatnot, like this was like all black. I'm the only black guy getting off right now. <laughs> you feel me? Like, and then you walk a good couple of blocks, you're still the only black guy. Yeah, somewhat. Yeah, but yeah. actually, it'd be weird because when you come out of the train station at 125, yeah. it's ratchet. It's super ratchet. Mm. But when you actually get off the train, it's like, okay, I'm like the only black guy. But then as soon as you get out the station, it's like, oh, crap, my bad. Custy over there. <laughs> Custy over there. Check cashier place right there. And you know, any check cashier place is stupid ghetto. Yeah. Because I personally just feel like no people got bank accounts so especially to. nowadays now come on yeah. you have to you have to so like yeah it's just like <laughs> i wasn't taking no shit from nobody at harlem <laughs> all places harlem get a borough first and then talk to me legit legit get a borough first they like, like off to the left some order right in manhattan so you're not even take, yourself or take uh what's that randall's island <laughs> shit okay that, that's getting desperate <laughs> that's getting you desperate. might as well be staten island jr for real no i like staten island too i just recently started kind of going out there i like that's not staten island nah. god staten island i haven't been out there 
maybe at least 20 years now. Oh, damn. Nah, it'd be like that. That's a fact. It'd be like yeah. that. When I mean, who really has a reason to go out there? That's a fact. See, exactly. I didn't. I just got a reason. There's I a whole bridge. <laughs> There's a whole ferry to get out there. Facts. I just got my reasons. Squad out there. Um, Definitely, it's this group. They're called Demon Low. They dope. They got artists, comedians. Are they Dominicans? Um, nah, it sound super sound like some Dominican stuff, but it's it's a mix. It's a lot of people. Black. Uh, one of my boys, he's from Africa. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, they from Africa, so like they the ones who like kind of told me about Ghana, and I'm like, oh yeah, I gotta go to Ghana now. And he's in Demon Low. Yeah, in Demon Low. Oh well, well I... Demon Low. Oh, Demon Low. Oh, my bad. You say it so <laughs> fast, it sound like Demon Low. <laughs> yeah, Demon Low. They they definitely heavy in Staten Island right now. Definitely okay. heavy in Staten Island right now. They're coming up big. Um, I know coming out also coming out of Staten Island. From what I've known, was this dude Squid Nice and this dude Bobby Nice. Squid Nice. Yeah, there's like some rappers out of SI right now, and they're like popping. Okay, I mean, it's, it's if you're co-signing them, definitely. Yeah, 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 I like Demon Low. They they definitely a lot of vibes, <laughs> a whole <laughs> lot of vibes. And like yeah, a whole lot of vibes. are they mostly in Staten Island show wise or um nah they're all over okay they're okay all over they do shows yeah New York Jersey yeah Connecticut yeah I'm definitely gonna have some more shows coming up soon too um I'm probably I'm trying to get something right now with um Rise Radio Rise Radio there you go yeah, okay I'm trying to get something right now with Rise Radio I'm trying to see what's up with that but this time for your stuff yeah yeah, yeah facts okay. for mine's. So this way I could, uh, you know, get the vibes out because <laughs> it's going to be lit. It's definitely going to be lit. My set list is definitely on some. I, you might see a march come out. Oh, shit. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm going to try to get the, the right personnel in it for it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to definitely hit my marshers up to pull up. Because, I mean, it's the show that we had met at was very calm and I like that. It was very yeah. calm. It was. To be honest, the dude Brandon music was definitely Marsh music. His music was definitely Marsh music. Yeah, sure. Brandon's got a lot of stuff going on too. Uh, he put out a single a week ago, I think. I see it's on uh, Spotify. Definitely check him out. He's a uh, friends, family to the show, right here. That's what's up. I mean, you should definitely hit him up too, because I know he's definitely putting out showcases every month or so. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to hit up Brandon for a fact, because like, yeah, I think he got Marsh music. Because when he was when he was performing, I was going hard. Yeah, I was over there going hard, and I'm like, "Yo, nah." Brendan is a show. Marsh with me. I, who is my marshal? <laughs> and I, I was telling Brio because Brio was right at me, and Brio was like throwing elbows and shit, and like, <laughs> yo, I literally was throwing elbows and knees by myself, and just Brio next throwing elbows and knees. I'm like, bro, will we be out of pocket to like start a marsh right now? And he's just like, yeah, facts. <laughs> this ain't the, this ain't the crowd for that. Well, thank God you didn't because it was kind of like a mellow, kind of calm vibe. And I, yeah, I know Luna put calm. it together, so she's a little songstress, songbird, oh, yeah, lovely yeah. being, so you don't want to do that to her. Right, right. She goes like, what the hell? She's going to catch a stray <laughs> elbow, and the next thing you know, fuck. Right. <laughs> Yo, Martian's fun, though. Like, anybody that don't think that, like, Martian is, like, cool or you think that you're just going to get hurt, I mean, like, honestly... You could you could get hurt, but with so much adrenaline going through your body and a mosh, you well, life's gonna hurt you anyway too. You might as well get hurt for real. Exactly, you might as well get hurt having fun. Dust it off. That's it. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We're definitely looking forward to mosh vibes. Mob yeah. it out. Why not? We'll be back with more. We're gonna go into Jimmy G right now. 
This hey. is not produced by you, I believe, right? No, nah, it's produced by Icy Twat. Shout out to Icy <laughs> Twat. Oh, yeah, that's a funny <laughs> You know, I say his name, and I never really think about it like that until, like, I think about it. I'm like, wow, bro, Icy Twat. Like, Imagine wow. a girl saying that to you. Boy, this is Twat Icy. <laughs> this Twat is Icy. It's the Icy Twat. <laughs> oh, sweat, that's fire. I'd be like, well, I'm a cowboy, so... That's the gang, cowboy. So, <laughs> uh, he could freak the icy hot logo, icy twat. Redo <laughs> Yo, it like that. Fire. That's fire, dude. The icy hot logo, icy twat. Oh, that's fire. Yo, icy twat is a fire producer, though. Like for real, for real, he's makes fire beats, like crazy fire beats. And I, I feel like I just love his his vibes on his beats and the way I attack songs. Mm-hmm. His type beats. Oh yeah. Is a go. They going to college. <laughs> they all going to college. <laughs> Free ride scholarship or just full tuition? Dang, the uh, full tuition. Oh, full shit. Full tuition. They They're going. committed then. Yeah, they committed. They got no choice. That's a fact. Once I hear that beat start, yeah, you going to college. <laughs> you paying for it too. <laughs> or you got a loan and paying that anyways. Right, yeah, in fact. If it, like, GVG, that's 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 probably uh the loan or I'm paying for that. <laughs> Cause that was produced by Icy Twat himself. Man. I ain't gonna I ain't even talked to Icy Twat about that yet. So <laughs> But anything I make, if I make it somebody else make it, it sound like an Icy Twat type beat. Then it's like, alright, that's a uh, scholarship, right? <laughs> we got the scholarship. I got the grant. Right, we got that grant. We ain't gotta pay this. We got one the back. book money. Yeah, facts. This semester only, though. <laughs> only for only for the semester, you know. They always tax it. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, yeah. God, I don't miss college for that reason, and for many others. For real, college is cool. Homework isn't. No, not at all. Homework's the fuck boy. Yeah, college is like the who you aspire to be, the real man. Right. <laughs> for real. <laughs> but yeah, we're gonna go into this one produced by Icy Twat. Yeah. This is Jimmy G, courtesy of Kudo. Yep, Again, yep. all the kudos go to him for coming through. We'll be right back with more right after this to close things out. You know, give him the proper shout out. Anybody else he wants to add on to it too. Again, something spectacular. Don't forget who this. Jimmy G. Shorty got the ass in the torso Bitch, I'm tryna smash what you want, ho Niggas want war 
Again, that was Jimmy G from Kudo to, again, who goes all the kudos for coming through today, sitting down, you know, discussing yes, sir. everything yes, and then some with us. Jimmy G, again, back on the SoundCloud. Again, if I can shout that out again, soundcloud.com backslash D1 Kudo. Not with a Q as I thought initially, or I initially spelled when I was, you know, putting down your contact. <laughs> it's with a K, K-U-D-O. K-U-D-O, Jimmy Kudo. And as you said, you're going to be filling up the page hopefully soon enough with more of your stuff. Yeah, you got a mixtape initially coming out and then eventually leading to an album. Right. Like you said. Right. Uh, do you have a name yet for the quote unquote mixtape or what you're going to be putting out there? Um, yeah, I'm like playing with like two names right now. Um, it's probably either going to be Hotter Than Hell or well, I got a few names. It's probably going to be Hotter Than Hell. That one's the mixtape. Something hell related? <laughs> it is. Yeah, hotter than hell because it's just like, it's just like, I mean, hell's hot as fuck. Shout out to all my atheists. In fact, it's like, I'm bringing the flames. Shout out to all my atheists. It's like, y'all, bringing the flames. Then it's like, all right, well, who has more flames than Oh, that's appropriate. Okay, I get it now. That's true. The fire. Yeah, so it's like, all right, did this, like, 
active, but I, I, I mean, I was going to go with that. <laughs> and then I got another one, which was like uh, domestic terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> but I ain't going to lie, mm. like both of these is supposed to be like just the first installment. So like there mm. will be a hotter than hell too. There will be a domestic terrorist too. There will be a domestic terrorist three. Oh, hotter good. Hotter There'll be installments then. Yeah. Good, thing. good, good. Yeah, it's not like it's going to be one and then that's it. But I was kind of just saving like the hotter to hell concept for like songs like those Jimmy G, Nah Nah, mm. and I got an old song on my SoundCloud, stupid old. But it's it's definitely you can listen to it and you can tell I was inspired by Lupe, and like it's more on some conscious political, and that's kind of the attack I want to do for the domestic terrorist mm. installment series, where it's kind of like I'm kind of trying to speak on like the views that i have more so because i feel like jimmy g and Nana, those is me and my hype like my hype feeling like, mm -hmm. when i'm really just, just like having mad fun i'm not really like super dissecting everything i'm just like yo this is just what it is mm. where i feel like i do want to you know make music that's just like talking more into like actual political issues and yeah. actually talking about current events and you know trying to <laughs> engage you to think because like jimmy g nana they're cool yeah but like i said they're, they're kind of just like vibes they're more so a vibe that you're feeling mm -hmm. where i want to make some stuff that i like make you think too which is good that's it's a balance so right. you got going on right so you're not just like a one-trick pony exactly because then i mean that gets played out after a while like <laughs> yeah exactly. it's like bro like like i'm trying to think who's that artist I mean, I mean nowadays too. Like it's everybody, practically not everybody, but most everybody picking up a mic, just rapping. It hits and it just becomes like a big thing of its own. Right. That's or it. they become the gimmick, like you know, Little Nas X. You know, he's forced to be a cowboy themed. Yeah, word. That with was everything. A gimmicky thing. That was a gimmicky thing. Which rodeo? I won't lie, wasn't bad, but it was just a one-off. I had to listen to it because of Nas yeah. as well. I'm not gonna go back to listen to that song probably ever again. <laughs> I'm never listening to that again. And it's always it's yeah. always awkward when Nas dubs himself Big Nas just because he's Lil Nas on the yeah, track too. That was I didn't approve of that. You know, there was things that Nas he's still definitely like top three favorite rappers of mine, top five favorite rappers of mine, but like he co signed Lil Nas X. I wasn't checking that. <laughs> well, I mean, you I know what you know what I think with that though? I think it was more like I think even Nas knows. Big Nas, of course. Right, right, right. Obviously. Nas, Nas. <laughs> Nas, Nas. <laughs> Nas squared. Nas squared. <laughs> I think even he knew, like, how long can he ride this whole thing out until eventually right. we forget about him as we do others. Right. So it's like, you know, ha, ha, I get, I'm in on the joke too, so big Nas, little Nas. True. Here's a rodeo, shut the fuck up. Nah, kind of thing. <laughs> Hey, he try to get that bag too. Like, you can't blame him. You can't, cause it's like, all right, what you want him to do? I mean, he putting out, he'll put out new music. He still keep putting out stuff, but it's like, exactly. At the same time, it's like only the core people is gonna go get that. So like to still get that bag from just like a mainstream perspective, it's mm -hmm. like, yeah, fuck it, let's just run that shit with Lil Nas X. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no harm done. It's not like yeah. it's a. Uh, it's not like one of his lesser albums, you know, in my opinion, in various right. people's opinions, you know, like Nostradamus or I Am, yeah, which are like the weaker ones. And then, yeah, and N. I liked N, 
nigger. Yeah. But it was kind of one of those albums. Thank you for saying it, not me. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> it's okay. Because when you say N, some people might just be like, what are you talking the about? N. Even, even when you say like that, you I would N. be yeah, yeah. Even if you say like nigger by Nas, people still be like, what were you talking about? When that album came out, like, I remember when that album came out. It was so much controversy. That's why he changed it to N. Because <laughs> yeah. it was so much controversy. But yeah, that definitely was one of the Which, you know, Fox News was happy to say that album title anytime it came on. He got a song on there called Sly Fox. He's <laughs> <laughs> talking about Sly Fox News on the album. <laughs> That's so funny. But um, since you're a Lupe fan, self-admitted, which is right. good. Definitely trying to hopefully, hopefully get the vibes out for Lupe to, or put it out into the universe to right. get him on here somehow, some way. Yeah, me no, and definitely. me and Jeff, you know, we're trying to do that. Yeah, that'd be fire. You got to get Lupe up here. Would you co-sign also you being a Nas fan? Would you co-sign him saying it was written over Illmatic or how do you feel? Mm. <clears throat> wow. Because he's really, like, stuck on that. He's dying on that hill like it was written over Illmatic. <laughs> over Illmatic. I mean... I can feel that. I can feel that. I respect it. I respect it. I personally play Illmatic more mm-hmm. than I play It Was Written, where I feel like It Was Written, I kind of play like selective tracks. Yeah. Not like the whole tape front to back. Like, I'll play Illmatic front. To be honest, though, my favorite Nas album is Stillmatic. I play Stillmatic okay. front to back a lot. Like, Ether, every track? God, yeah, like every track. Braveheart Party? <laughs> Brave Heart Party, yeah. It, it rock. It's, it's. I mean, hey, it, it, you're it, brave. They play. They play. It's Nas. It's oh, you're time. a brave heart then. You're, you're so brave for playing <laughs> that so track. Brave, yeah, Yikes! That's a <laughs> skipper for me. I'm sorry. Dude, that's a skipper. Nah, I ain't gonna lie. That might be like the only skipper on there. <laughs> that might be. <laughs> that's a fact. But the whole still batting to me was fire though. So I mean, but I mean. And we can always get back into it too. Well, like we'll definitely have you back in too, um, yeah. at some point, uh, soon. If anything, once you know that, actually, when the mixtape drops, you know, definitely oh, yeah, feel but, free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, definitely gonna pop but up for that. I still feel like Stillmatic, at least for me, was more like I hate to give the the W to J, oh, but we would have never. You went with Blueprint over Stillmatic. No, 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 no. Uh, well. I don't know. I haven't been asked that, actually. That's a good point. Because um, that's a debate, bro. Blueprint is the first Blueprint, which came yeah. out with Takeover. The only good bl- Blueprint. The only good Blueprint. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, 3 was okay, but I was Blueprint just about to was say, like, fake it away. I like 3. A lot of people didn't like 3 when it came out. 3 was okay. But yeah, it was okay. It was, yeah, facts. <laughs> but 2 had to have a 2.1, so that says enough about that album. Yeah, that, that was, yeah. But um, <laughs> and two point one was trash. <laughs> still, <laughs> two point one was trash. That was like probably his worst album. It was like low album. fat trash, but then you know, <laughs> like the diet version. Diet trash. Uh, but um, damn, I I maybe I'll give it the blueprint ever so slightly, just because mm. I I really have no skips on blueprint. Yeah, there really ain't. And no then Kanye, like early Kanye, getting yeah. his hands in involved like that. Yeah, nah, that's a fact. Cause that's a tough one for me. That's a real tough one for me. Cause I like like I said, nah, I was like my guy. So like. But then I think we only got Stomatic only because of the beef to begin with. Yeah, that's because, a fact. No, that's a whole fact. I could co-sign that. I feel like. But then Nas had his mom, you know, unfortunately passed during that time and battling cancer too. So mm-hmm. who knows, had had Jay not put that battery in his back right. to even do it. Right. Or like kind of draw him from where he was, his cave Facts. and everything. Facts. We would have never gotten Stomatic too. Nah, that's true. That's true. 
So yeah, I feel that. And, and honestly, yeah, nah, Blueprint. I would definitely always jack Stillmatic over, but Blueprint, that shit, yeah, that shit got no skips. And then, I mean, I'm gonna always take Ether over Takeover. I'm gonna definitely take Ether over Takeover. But yeah, that one's kind of hard as far as taking the entire. Beat wise, Takeover takes it though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, wait. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, cause that I don't even know who they sampled, but that shit was crazy though. Oh, the Doors. That was the Doors. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That that song. That shit is crazy. That beat is crazy. Takeover beat was crazy. I mean, Takeover wasn't bad either. That shit was fire too. But Ether is just Ether, bro. Like. Well, Takeover drew the blood, pretty much, as they say, right? It did. Was that the first shot he took? I forgot. I thought Ether was first. No, Ether was because of Takeover. Oh, Ether was because of Takeover. Yeah. Oh shit. All right, my bad. If I remember shit. history, I think it was yeah, because Takeover came out first. Yeah, and then and then he made he dropped that Ether on his head. And then we didn't hear Stillmatic until Ether dropped, right? Mm. Or I mean, Ether came, but then like yeah. it was afterwards. Oh dang! I even gonna I was kind of young when it popped off. That was like oh one, right? Yeah, because I I remember Takeover. Well, the Blueprint came out September eleventh. Uh-huh. And uh, I want to say, oh shit! You know what? I might have the history mixed up. Damn, think, who was first? You think Stillmatic might have came out first? I, I want to say Stillmatic came out afterwards, or it was the end result of Jay, you know, poking the bear per se. <laughs> I feel like yo, Jay, he couldn't even. He knew he lost too because he wouldn't let it go. He dropped like two more diss tracks after it. <laughs> he wouldn't let it go. And, like, and his wow. mom made him apologize too. He did. She yeah. did. I think it was super ugly or whichever one it was after. He said uh, something about you know um, his baby moms. Yeah, leaving condoms in your baby seat, yeah, whatever. Facts, yeah. Then his mom made him go back on air the next day. He had to apologize for that. Shit, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. <laughs> oh, dang. Oh, shit. Wow, damn, Jay. I didn't even think Jay mom could pull that out of him. Well, you know, that's Mama Carter. Mama Carter. Facts. Yeah. Wait, I never even seen Mama Carter before. <laughs> now that we on the topic. Gloria, that's her name. He, he does name drop her a bunch of times. Oh, that's who. Yeah, he does. Drop, yeah. yeah, he does speak on Gloria. That's a fact. Okay, I've heard him speak on Gloria, that name. All right, but, all right so I didn't even know. Because I'm like, it just hit me like, damn, I, he, he do got a mom, right? <laughs> She's there. Right. For real. But, uh, yeah. But, goddamn. But, um, there is also, um, you know, we'll let you go too because I actually have another thing to go to as well. But um, again, we'll definitely have you back in time for the mixtape release. Yeah, definitely. We Lean into it. Having uh, fun. And when you it. decide on the title, you know, atheist friendly, most <laughs> atheist likely. Friendly. It's okay, you know. It's like Big L used to shout out. I forgot what song you shout out. Oh, oh shout out to all my AIDS patients and all that. <laughs> all my hell spawn and all that. Big L used to be wow, bro. Oh my god. Big L was fun. Beast, Big L, man. Big L was wild. <laughs> That's a fact. But I just wanted to briefly get your opinion on. And funny enough, you're actually a wrestling fan as well. Right, definitely big wrestling fan. How do you feel? And we'll actually jump into that eventually, some point too. How do you feel about Black History in wrestling getting recapped as poorly as it does every February? I think that like Vince is kind of doing typical Vince, like on some. All right, I know I got to do this, so. We gonna do it, but we ain't gonna big it up crazy. We gonna just, just, just throw it, give it to them, but don't like really like promote it that hard like that. Like 
just like how like all right, like Kofi, like all right, we gonna give him the belt, but to be actually, actually, yeah, he had a good, he had a good run. He no, he run. did. He well, I mean, run. it was what like six months, nine yeah, months. Yeah, it was cool. But then, all right, so yeah, like Vince, how you gonna just take that shit from him like that? <laughs> they just throw Brock Lesnar there and beat him in like twenty God. seconds or something like that. And it's just like, all right, we just got that because he had to do it. Type like, yeah, the fans was going crazy for Kofi to win the belt. People was going so crazy like, yo, if he don't win that mania. I ain't watching this shit no more. <laughs> People was going hard. And it's like, damn, he probably thinking something like, man, I'm going to lose all my, a lot of my black, my black consumer. Like, God you know, damn it. Facts. God damn it. I need <laughs> the black boat. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. So like, yo, oh man, bro. I remember when Vince had the do-rag. Look, let's save that for a <laughs> But nah, like, yeah, he, he definitely, I don't know. Because then I always felt like he never did. Went to like he'll do like the thing in the beginning, yeah. show it, and then that was kind of like that's as far as it really go. And then yeah. like he didn't really like give nobody really you no know, crazy pushes or like get nobody no title or nothing like that. No, no, and I mean, I mean it was funny because you still want the Kofi Mania at WrestleMania, right? Still most likely expecting he's gonna lose. So yeah. how bad is it gonna get when he loses? Right. That's what I thought at least too when I um when I went with my boy we we bought tickets a day of we got lucky to get in because we waited like five hours online to get tickets because they was like uh, talking about well it might have been hyped up but they were talking about oh we had to open up sections of the of the field that was like barred it, off it was a barred off they didn't yeah. have seats there we had to just we had to make for you where we, we had to lessen the chairs for the extreme rules match <laughs> <laughs> to use for more fans. <laughs> Exactly, and then we got there, and it was like it was incredible to think he actually won. Yeah, but nah, we, it yeah. was still that bit of a shock factor when he did. Right, because we were expecting the worst. Everybody was not. Nah, yeah, probably I was too. Yeah, I was too. I kind of was. I was expecting that, and then at the same time, I was like, Nah, they can't do that. He gotta win. They can't do this build up. This yeah, perfect build up perfect. of the gauntlet match, the tag team Yo, gauntlet he went match. So much. <laughs> that, but you know that what's funny though is yeah. tell me if I'm wrong or how you feel about it. But yeah. the gauntlet match, the build up to his gauntlet match, then Big E and Xavier doing the, yeah. the tag gauntlet match. Facts. That was like must watch that for anybody. Watch. Like yeah. okay. You're curious about wrestling here. Watch this buildup right, of this yeah. guy's like saga, yeah, and you'll become a fan. That was that was definitely nicely set up. That was yeah. very nice. And then honestly, I always been a big DB fan anyway. So yeah, him too. Like, and he was so good as a heel too. He's so good as a heel, bro. Like oh man, I remember I seen when he beat uh, Orton. No, not Orton. Uh, Cena. Yeah. I seen when he beat Cena at SummerSlam and like. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. That was, like, back when, like, Cena was, like, super Cena. Like, nobody was beating Cena. And, and, I was, and he picked them out of the fucking, um, the contenders, I mean. Yeah. He actually handpicked them, and, like, everybody went yeah, wild. Yeah, everybody did go crazy because he's like, all right, I'm going to go with him. And then, like, that was the same situation, really. Same situation, like, Kofi Mania when DB won the belt because then, like, nobody expected him to beat Cena. You know what? Nobody expected him to beat Cena, but the dudes that know, mm -hmm. know that... I think Cena was um, contract negotiations at the time or something mm. like that. I think it was Cena. Oh, he was going to shoot a movie, something like. I think he was going to shoot a movie. Probably. And he was point is he was about to disappear. Right. I, I definitely think he was going to shoot a movie because nine times out of ten, when dudes just vanish and come back, 
they just went to go do Marine Three and Marine Four, Marine Five. <laughs> one of those, yeah. One, one of the Marines. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, all right, you ain't see Red York for a minute. Like, he off shooting, or you ain't see Miz and he off making Marine. <laughs> but not nah, yeah, Um. But yeah, I mean, we'll definitely have you back in to discuss that more. But kudo again, all the kudos to you. For, thank for you, thank you. Blessing us with the chance to play the the, the joints you got out on SoundCloud right now. We'll keep in touch and everything too. Right. What you got going on, shows and all that stuff too. Keep us posted. Definitely. I appreciate the opportunity to come up here and chuck with you. You already know, mm-hmm. chopping it up Definitely. for days. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. And um, you know, everybody that listening, just uh D one kudo. Mm-hmm. That's the SoundCloud. And just stay posted on Instagram is at Kudos World. So that's Kudo with a K. S underscore world so kudos world on Instagram at kudos world if you want to follow me and you know the SoundCloud link is in my bio and we got a lot more to come just nothing but more heat more vibes and y'all definitely gonna like it definitely man sounds good thank you for coming through we'll keep in touch again hit him on the socials the IG the SoundCloud everything he's got available for you to enjoy more of the sound we're gonna hold you to with the mixtapes Pick a title, whatever fits you best as far as what you're feeling that Sunday. Who knows if you go to church or not or believe in the God or the right. universe or not. And then the album, of course, eventually. Exactly. Keeping us waiting with bated breath here. Again, something spectacular hosted by Who This. Thanks again to Kudo for coming through and all the kudos well deserved. We'll be back with you next time. I want to feel it on my lines. <laughs> Mind you, that wasn't the first time I was cuckolded. I want a white bitch.